Hi there, welcome to Bible Slash Chat. Hello. <laughs> Jason, hi! No, sorry. Uh, we're, uh, we're taking some... <laughs> Jason, come on. It's not as bad as it feels. Wow. No, oh, I'm my kidding. word. No, that's you're killing me. So rude or sleep? I mean, uh, disinterested or sleep? I'd go with... Uh, disinterested but present. I prefer rude, actually. <laughs> okay. Give me the rude. Not right. disinterested. That's sad. No, and then sleeping. All right, let's get on with this. No. <laughs> wow. Just get it done. Yeah. Efficiency. Exactly. Anyway, we're uh, taking some one-off questions. We are. And, about uh, pastoral ministry. Yeah, pastoral in particular. Stuff. Yep. Because we had a, a, an elder ordination this past weekend yep. at our church. So we just answered the question about um, ordination councils. Right. So the second question, or follow-up related to that, is a very big question. Yeah. And a lot of people struggle with this because, yeah, well, we'll find out because. Um, but what about this issue of pastoral calling? Mm. Calling to ministry. Yeah, yeah. Is it biblical? Is it not? And how do you discern it? Yeah. So, so that, yeah. <laughs> run. Never good. <laughs> Charging into areas I have little to say. Yeah, calling is tricky, right? That's very. actually a very tricky word. And uh, it's tricky because it's not in the Bible. That's actually the problem. Yeah. Uh, Which calling is in the Bible, John? <laughs> yes, exactly. It's not, yes, anyway. Yeah, no, no, no. yeah, I mean, you're called, right? But then yeah. uh, if you're chosen. That's that's an idea. About, salvation About call. salvation, mm -hmm. the, the gospel call. Okay. Um, and the effectual call of God in the gospel. But... Uh, in this case, when people talk about calling, I think yeah. they're usually talking about like their subjective yeah, uh, yeah. desires after ministry. Yeah. Um, and, you know, of course, uh, with young men, those desires may be truly from the Spirit. Those right. subjective desires may truly be from the Spirit. Okay. But I think it's not uncommon for young men to think, uh, you know, maybe they're true believers, they love Christ, and okay. they think to themselves, you know, maybe I should be a pastor. You sure. know, maybe I should consider ministry of some sure. type. Uh, and which is actually a good, healthy thing. So uh, in and of itself, in nothing of itself, wrong with desiring Nothing it. wrong with First the Timothy 3 yep, even exactly. says you have to desire Yeah, you have to desire to be an elder. You have you know. to desire it. And I think... Like men are called the spiritual leadership of their homes. Yeah. So when they are aware of that reality and they know Christ and point. they see the reality of what it means to teach the word, I think there is Very like a natural point. inclination toward those things, okay. which is healthy and good. Okay. Uh, the tricky part with the word calling is that it usually mm. then, uh, that that internal subjective desire usually gets upgraded into like the spoken word of God. <laughs> God <laughs> like, like the, the Lord. Like the beam of light coming mm. out of the clouds mm -hmm. resting on you, right? That's, and That's true. Yeah, and we um, people start to talk about how God has called me to do this thing, or God has called me to do that thing. Okay. Very tricky language, okay. right? Very, very tricky language. And the reason why is because calling isn't just the subjective desire. Right. Uh, we live in an age where I think the, the internal impressions on the heart, you know, I yeah. have this impression that this, you know, yeah, yeah, we don't yeah. talk like that, but we take those impressions and we sort of, since they're very powerful and emotional, we carry them into calling and we use that language of calling to mean... My subjective desire means that God does want me to do this thing. Interesting. And therefore, I'm called to this activity, okay. uh, which That's, which yeah. isn't actually in the Bible at all, yeah. right? Yeah. And so yeah. the, the internal subjective desire is a good thing, but then there's also the external objective yeah. calling on a man's life. And okay. I do think there is a sense in which churches have to call men. Yes. And so in that case, the word calling is actually a helpful word. Uh, mm. Churches have to call men into the office, and so mm -hmm. uh, a person may uh, may be in a church and yeah. may desire those things. Which but the is church great. should exactly, which mm -hmm. is good. But then the church should observe that those gifts are functional, and then the church should then call that man into the office okay. and ask him to participate okay. in it. And so when we talk about calling, you know, people say, I, "I was called to go to this people group. I was called to do this thing. I was called to, yeah. you know." Yeah. I'm going to be very cautious saying that because most of the time, though, that's that internal subjective side rather than the external objective okay. side. Uh, where the calling, maybe you maybe you were called to a people group, 
because you have a friend who's there and they're a pastor and they call you and say, we need you to come and help with us. (laughs) Literally called you. On the phone. (laughs) Or maybe, you know, which might might be the work of God, right? And if the elders of your church affirm that, then you can say in a true sense, I was called by God to do this activity. Okay. If that doesn't happen, you want to be very cautious using that language, right? You can talk about desires. We can talk about uh, longings after certain types of ministry or different things. But to call it a calling, you know, we want to be very careful to make sure that we're resting that or putting all of the weight of that word in the church's hands. Churches call men. That's a good point. And men don't call themselves. And so So uh, we want to keep that, keep a wall between those two things. But if you feel it so strongly... (laughs) As we know. <laughs> Lots of things I'm feeling strongly right now. <laughs> Disgust. No, what about the force? No, <laughs> no, it's funny because it does come off that way. It comes off so subjective, but, the, yeah. but somehow in our evangelical culture, it's been reinforced and yeah. assumed that that's okay. Yeah. And so not only in pastoral calling, right. but in all sorts of all things were like, yeah. I felt and I just went. Yeah. Did you pray? Yeah. Or people Did you ask for counsel? Even then, people say, well, I've prayed about this. Yeah. Which becomes a trump card yeah. that I've prayed about it. I, I fasted even. And this now is my calling from yeah. God to do this thing. You Especially don't know Especially for ministry. Totally, I mean, I think yeah. that's where, you know, because you're right. It's not, uh, it's not an individual. Like, we're members of the church. Totally. And it's a corporate yeah. deal. <laughs> yeah, totally. Even if you're sent off as a pioneer missionary. Yeah. It's a corporate deal to send you off. You're sent to lay hands on you. Yep, exactly. send you. Even Paul and Barnabas, right? Yeah, yeah. Acts 13. They don't go like, ah, I'm going to go here now. <laughs> the Spirit told us. It's so crazy because he's yeah. an apostle. He should do whatever he wants. Yeah. But he actually doesn't do that. No. The leader's there. Yeah. He still is in subjection so to crazy. the elders there. Yeah. yeah. So, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So that idea, like, I think... I prayed about it. I've even yeah, fasted okay. about it. That's I have good. the calling. I have this internal subjective no, not desire. not necessarily. I would say, uh, you don't know. Right? You need to be in submission to the elders of your church, in submission to the external objective realities that God's put in your life. If okay. those things are also affirming your internal heart okay. desires, the things that you've been praying about, then there may be some connection that that okay. is from the Lord. But to okay. put it, to rest all of the weight on what we've prayed about, you know, those types of things, very dangerous. It could get, would you say that it could get cloudy because your yeah. desires are... Your yeah. desires. desires are, <laughs> you want what you want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And okay. desires are very, I mean, they're fickle, right? Yeah. We all know this. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so you got a young guy. Yeah. Or not even young, just a guy. And he feels called to ministry. Right. Or thinks that he is. Yeah. Um, like, what's the process? Yeah. More or less. Yeah. Yeah. Loosely. Yeah. Very quickly. Of course. The process is get in your local church, start serving, submit yourself to the elders. And then feel called. Wait. <laughs> no, wait, no, no, Sit no. around and wait. No, 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 no yeah. yeah. It's actually the, okay. that's actually the key. Why wait? Well, I think, why not I mean, just go? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm teeing you up here. Come it's on. these kinds of questions. <laughs> yeah. Because some people are like, wow, he has it. He's gifted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why aren't you putting him in ministry right now? Yeah, yeah. yeah and that's where, the wait of part. course, the waiting yeah. part is, the evaluation is not just about the gifts, right? In okay. fact, the, the elder qualifications, as we've talked about extensively on the podcast, yeah. are character issues. Okay. And so the way you see a man's character is actually in his willingness to wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ability to lead mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. Is, actually, is actually seen in the ability to submit to leadership. Okay. True biblical leadership is actually in submission to Christ, right? Amen. Elders, yeah, can, only, el- elders can only lead insofar as they're submitted to Christ. Okay. And so a good a person who is called to be an elder, a man who's ready to be an elder, is a man who's submitted to the leadership that Christ has put over him, Got it. which means the elders of the church. So if a guy That's is good. submitted to the elders of his church and he's a submissive guy, he will ultimately be, ultimately be submissive to Christ himself if he That's is so in that good. position. Well, he'll be safe at that 
point. He'll be safe. Yeah. yeah, he's safe. A guy who's not submitted, who's like charging ahead and like yeah, yeah, yeah. put me in coach, that kind yeah. of a feeling is in danger. They're just in danger. Yeah. And they're they're trying to usurp authority to put okay. themselves in a position, which usually means the motivation might be proud. This opens up a lot of questions. It does. Tee up questions. Tee up type of questions. <laughs> Dangerous <Yeah>. questions. <laughs> well, we can talk about that later. Get you I a think. t-shirt that says Diotrophies. <laughs> anyway, so what's the point, right? The, the point is... Yeah. Wait, because what you're actually being, yep. what's actually happening in that scenario is, men around you are observing that, and if you're in a biblical church, the elders of that church are looking for guys who are gifted and 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 could potentially be moved into that position yeah. of elder or leader or pastor or sent out or sent out yeah, all those things. Of so course. biblical biblical elders always have their sort of um, yeah. like radar up to find guys who are ready That's to do good. this type of ministry. And yeah. so if you just wait and they observe that character trait in you that yeah. you're saying, hey, you know, I'm. I, I, I think this is true. I love the word of God. I yeah. love the people of God, but yeah. I'm going to wait for these guys to find me. Yeah. You will be found. The spirit yeah. of God will lead them in that yeah. way. Yeah. And so you just have to trust God's timing to do those things in your life rather than, yeah, rather than trying to take that honor unto yourself. As the author of Hebrews I says. guess. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. actually really true. Yeah, it's, yeah. it like, just from personal experience, it's so bad when you put yourself out there yeah. and you do it out of the flesh. I mean, there's, like, a healthy desire to do ministry, which is fine. Totally, yeah. But when it gets... Yeah, yeah totally. whether subtly or overtly, me yeah. grabby, you just know that oh, it's an idol. Yeah, I'm absolutely. sitting really bad right now, and I don't even like. It's like I don't even know it, but I have to be hit over in the head <laughs> by yeah. God through circumstances to see. And I think this happens to a lot of young men, right? Yeah, like, totally. Oh, man, I've been like, I just did it for me. Yeah, this is all for me. And so the waiting kind of prunes that. Yeah, and helps. Yeah, and lets the Lord put you in when the time is right. The the best example I think biblically is Moses, right? Because he's <laughs> he knows yeah. he's in Pharaoh's house. He knows he's a Jew. He knows I think even as a young man that his that God's putting things into place for him to be able to lead the people okay. of Israel. And when he sees the Egyptian beating the the Israeli, he goes out and takes it into his own hands kills to him. lead the people. Yeah. And he kills him, and he goes yeah. back out the next day, and, like... and he tries to break <laughs> up a fight, which tells you that he's trying to exercise leadership over yeah, the nation of Israel right. and begin that process. Yeah. All totally fleshly. And that's they turn at him and they're like, what are you going to do? Kill us like you did the Egyptian? He's like, oh, shoot, and runs. I know. He's actually doing the right thing. He's doing the thing that God would call him to do later. But However, he's doing it in his flesh as opposed to waiting for God's timing. And, and how uh, long did he have to wait? Yeah, 40 years <laughs> in the wilderness. And sometimes it feels that way, right? We've all been there. We've both been there. Where it takes a long time. It does. But that's God's training process for the time that God That's wants so you to do that work. Even Paul, 14 years? Yeah, give exactly. or take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to quote Dr. Montoya, you're probably not useful <laughs> until you're a certain age. Anyway, I mean, that's again, like, I think there's a there's a place for that where no, a guy I just know. needs that time. He yeah. just needs that time. Yeah. And We're not saying there's like a, there's one time no. to a strict period. We just don't know that. Yeah. yeah. But he has plans. So. Amen. Yeah. Anyway. So helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of lots more questions. Lots more questions that could come out of that, but yeah, exactly. bad questions, <laughs> painful. <laughs> yeah, but I think anyway. really like this. This is really helpful for I think the church to even hear stuff like this. That yeah. ne- they're not going to be pastors. Yeah, no. Like, oh, this is how I should think about my pastor. Yeah, yeah. Or Absolutely. other young men. Yeah. yeah, and it does apply in all sorts of decisions, right? That's actually true. I'm, oh, am I called to marry this girl? Am I called to switch my job? Am I called to move? Be patient, right? Wait. Yeah. You, you can't, yeah. uh, like, knee-jerk reactions are often going to be done in the flesh, in motivational. That's true. Of mo- motivations that that's are fleshly. So, yeah. Anyway. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks so much. Hope that's helpful for you. And uh, if you have any questions, feel free to email info at faithbibleoc.org. Thanks so much.